guys, welcome to another episode of In Jessica's Corner. Today's topic is going to be chilling with the homies. Now, before I get like way deep into this topic, I do want to throw out a disclaimer and clarify a few things. I am not here to bash women. I am not here to bash men. I am not here to say that I'm an expert. I'm simply just giving my opinion. So I want to throw that out here because you may not agree with what I'm about to say. And that's perfectly fine. And actually, if you don't agree, I would greatly appreciate it if you hit me in my DMs so that we can continue that dialogue. And if I feel like it would really be impactful for the followers, then I will definitely share that screenshot on my social media page. I have no problem with that. So the concept of today is pretty much my understanding of what men want from the interactions that I've had with the men that are around me. So I'll first start by saying that my best friend is a guy. Um, and I think that that happened because of my lack of a strong sense of emotion. Um, a lot of the guys that I come in contact with that I become somewhat cool with, they always appreciate communicating with me and just discussing different topics with me because I become the female that's not thinking like the females that they're used to being around, whatever that means. So I guess I appreciate it because I do get truthful insight and I'm not just another female that they're just rambling on about their circumstances and situations. Beyond my best friend being a guy, I do have pretty good relationships with some of my husband's friends. Um, And sometimes they actually will have those conversations with me just to get an opinion from a woman's perspective about um, like, is the girl overreacting? Are they actually overreacting? Do they need to think about this a different way? You know, really just trying to pinpoint the issue and most importantly, somehow, some way identifying their personal obstacles with women in general if they are like dating and not in a committed relationship. So I kind of wanted to address what I have taken from the conversations that I've had with my husband's friends or even just men in general. Um, And I think it's important as a woman to step outside of yourself and understand the perspective of someone else. I know that that's difficult because I struggle with it all the time, but I have learned from marriage counseling that it is important for me to consider the other party in this relationship. I'm not in a relationship with myself. I did not marry myself. And I I need to understand that compromise will be the biggest focus. Now, of course, you know, the commitment of marriage is very different. But I do feel like regardless of whatever kind of relationship you're in, I think it's important that you at least try to understand the other person, give the other person a chance to be heard and as a group come to some kind of resolve. If there's a disagreement now. If it's just a matter of an understanding, then, you know, clearly identify what that understanding is. I do feel like sometimes there are unwritten understandings. Unwritten understandings always lead to chaos in the end. And it's because if I don't clearly identify my expectations for you, you will always think that I am satisfied and fulfilled. And that might not always be the case. And the fact that 
I have miscommunicated that information to you, that will increase your level of frustration of hearing such a message. Um, I do feel like at the beginning of my marriage, um, and not even that, I'll take it way back. When we initially moved in together, my expectations for my husband changed because I had this, and it's really like, it's hilarious for me to hear myself say this now, but I had the commercialized view of marriage. I had the understanding that the man takes the trash out, the man does the handiwork, the man puts pictures on the walls, the man is supposed to make all of this happen for me because that's what TV taught me. I grew up in a single family, no, a single parent family. So I didn't have a father, it was just me and my mom, so I did have to do everything and I learned how to do everything. However, she pretty much would always say, well, when you get a husband, these are the things that he'll be able to do and you won't always have to do everything. So my lack of shaped my expectations of, if that makes sense. So I realized over time, just from disagreements and frustration that we both had expectations of the other person that weren't clear. And it's not because we're horrible communicators. I just think we made the assumption that it was crystal clear. We felt like the other person should know that. We felt like the other person would understand that that was something we were looking for. And we clearly now have completely changed that approach and thoroughly discussed things, asked questions. Now, basic things, I might not ask a million questions, but like when it comes to like our relationship, I do feel like we're working towards being as detailed as possible because it affects the the way that we interact with each other over time. So let's jump right into it. I'm going to identify the lessons that I've learned from my interactions with the homies. Number one, men have needs too. And not just physical or sexual needs. Men have emotional needs as well. They're emotional creatures just as women are. Um, I think the biggest hurdle for men sometimes is just to really understand that they that it's okay to, to cultivate the presence of those types of emotions. It's okay to feel, sit in that, appreciate that, and then help me understand that. I think that that makes it easier, but just understanding that they have needs too. There are things that they want from you in relation to, to how you all interact. You know, maybe they want I don't know. Maybe they maybe they want you to go watch a game with them. You hate sports. Just do it. It it really makes things easier because then when you want to go see that sap movie and he's like, Man, I don't wanna see that but somehow you still end up in a movie theater to do that, understand that he is pretty much accommodating your needs just as much as you should accommodate his over time. Now, when my husband listens to this, I know he's going to say or think, you always on your phone. That is his biggest gripe with me. And not even just talking on the phone, but like just searching through my phone and just being connected to my phone and being consumed with my phone. And I actually have set a timer through my iPhone that limits it. But I think I'm going to, I have anxiety even thinking about this. I think I'm going to force myself to use social media less because it it has highly consumed my life to the point where I don't even, 
I guess I'm getting uncomfortable thinking about not being able to just grab my phone and be on it whenever I want. So understand that your man, your man has needs, boo. And he, his needs need to be fulfilled just like yours. Just like you want him to love you up and hug all over you. He might want the same thing. You can't just make the assumption that you're the one who's supposed to want it because you're the female. He might have those same needs. And it's time for us to start thinking about that when we're talking about being in a relationship with somebody, really caring about them, really loving them, having compassion for them. You can't do any of that if it's not easy for you to at least identify the fact that they have needs. And so I've already identified the second one just was which which was just as women seek out the opportunity to be heard. Men want the same thing. So when you're arguing, (laughs) females, we're always like, no, because you're not listening or I don't feel like you really hear me. You're listening. But do you really hear me? Do you understand where I'm coming from? Do you understand why I would feel this way? Do you understand why if done differently, that would make a difference? I think that's really important. And I think sometimes we have to get outside of the pride that allows us to think that we are forever in charge and take a step back and understand that, you know, he does, he deserves to be heard as well. It's not okay for us to shut him out because we don't want to hear it. It goes against what we think. We're uncomfortable with what he's saying, even though it's the truth. All of those reasons, it's time out for that. So... Another point is that men seek confirmation of love and support through the supportive and committed actions that you take. Men enjoy knowing that you thought about them without them ever mentioning or asking for something or a special task, if you will. Men want to know that you have considered me, you have thought about me, You value what would make me happy. That is imperative to the existence of your relationship. He needs to know that you're thinking of him. He needs to know that you will go out of your way to get him the necessity that defines his happiness, whatever that is at that moment. You really have to like stand flat footed and tell yourself that I'm going to be committed to the fact that he he feels that I love him because of my actions. And I, I'd like to always use the cliche, um, actions speak louder than words. There should be no guessing. There should be no time to have to figure something out. It should be crystal clear to you, as far as I'm concerned, that you make this man feel like you love him, feel like you appreciate him, feel like you are concerned about him. Feel like you want the best for him. He needs to understand that from your actions, not just your words. And see, basically, your words are documentation. Your actions are the descriptive proof of said document. Okay? (laughs) All right. So the last point is that mutualism and reciprocity can really bring out the best in a man. And so I I already covered the reciprocity part. They're expecting someone to give to them, to pour into them, to love on them, to support them. 
the way that they do that person. And now, you know, there are all these different statements like treat someone like you would want to be treated. But sometimes I feel like women will get into a situation where they feel like he's the man. So he should buy me this. He should make sure that we get to go do this extracurricular activity. He should pay for our food all the time. He should pay all the bills. Now, far as as far as I'm concerned, if we're making about the same amount of money, it's not fair for me to expect him to cover the entire load. Um, now that's that's my opinion. And I'm rolling my eyes because say what you will. Now that's the one thing I'm not arguing with y'all about. Okay? <laughs> um, I just feel like right now being equally yoked for us is not just about what you bring to the table, what you have to offer, what you're contributing to this investment of a relationship, or what are we going to do as a team to get us to the next level? You know, I understand all of that, but it's really just about always thinking about the good for the other person before you could ever think about the good for you. I think that's like monumental, if you will. In relation to really mastering, maintaining, and also developing further a strong relationship. So with this new year coming, um, based on this discussion, I'm pretty much developing a new approach for my marriage. And so the only reason that I am sharing this with you all is that I'm held accountable to the fact that I have to make these changes because my husband will be listening so choose the path of least resistance I am an arguer I will argue with you I do not care about right wrong indifferent if I feel like my point is being neglected we are arguing however I feel that sometimes I'm giving things my energy that really aren't that serious right now. Maybe they'll be serious, you know, 10 years from now. But as of right now, they're really not that serious to the point where I need to be arguing and screaming and all of that other stuff. And this leads into the second point, which is compassion and peace before aggressive reactions. I really need to think before I open my mouth. I really need to give myself time to think about how will this response impact my husband? And I could take this into my personal life. How will this response impact my friend, impact my family member, impact my associate, impact my employment if I'm at work? So definitely thinking before I'm speaking, eliminating the emotional factor that sometimes will get us caught up in situations where it was never personal, but it it was taken that way. And so the last thing would be listen to understand perspective versus lashing out about what you think that means. I am horrible with this and it is a habit. I will come to a conclusion after you've made one statement, no explanation necessary. I will come to conclusions. I won't give you a chance to explain yourself. I have already made my decision in relation to how I feel about whatever you have going on. Simply because 
it more than likely started off with some level of a disagreement or a misunderstanding that just allows me to completely ignore whatever he's saying. So for me, I have my work cut out for me, apparently. There is no other option that will truly allow me to grow and develop as an individual to be better for myself and then better for my husband. Um, I have to make these changes. They are necessary and I'm not mad about it and I'm not necessarily sitting here sulking about it either. I am literally standing flat footed and I'm ready to face this opposition that's coming my way because there are some people that they don't want me to make these changes. They don't want me to have a happy marriage. They don't, they don't want me to just live and be happy. And just as I have those kinds of people, you do too. Now, I don't know them, and I really don't care to, but I could probably tell you that they're somewhere watching on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat. They're watching, honey. Honey, they are watching and waiting for my downfall and waiting for this not to work and whatever that is. But I am here to tell you that, honey, I don't care what you waiting on, it's going to take you a while to figure out what my next move is. And that must be the only thing that you're waiting on. There's no way that you could be that committed to wishing for my failure. So to combat the negativity that I face on a daily basis just from breathing, I, I really am committed to just being better. And better and better. Because, honey, if, if they ain't hating, you ain't doing nothing. So I hope that this conversation, it was pretty light. I didn't, I tried not to keep you all too long. But I hope that I have provided some level of perspective for women as it relates to what men are really looking for. What men are really interested in. How we can make some changes to be better to our man. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's the other thing. There's nothing wrong with identifying the shortcomings of yourself in a relationship. It opens your eyes to what you have not given your energy to, and it encourages you to be better in relation to that. So I hope that this episode of In Jessica's Corner has really given you some insight that you can use and abuse if necessary. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm so glad that you all have tuned in to another episode. And I hope that you will continue to enjoy each and every one that follows. Thank you so much.